This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Trade estimates for the March quarterly corn stocks report range from 7.537 to 7.98 billion bushels, a 403 million bushel difference of opinion. The average trade estimate was 7.87 billion bushel, which is just 185 million bushel reduction from the quarter a year ago. 2020 corn production was estimated to be up 4% compared to 2019 in the annual report, we will see if USDA found it in stocks. Cheap prices in early 2020 gave demand a boost. Given feed usage was a record, corn exports are so heavily front-loaded, and the recovery of ethanol production was on track with expectations or better, we would think that 185 million bushel year-to-year reduction in corn stocks would be a conservative estimate for the decline in stocks. Remember that the recent near 5 million metric tons of corn sold for export occurred after the March 1st stock survey. That alone is 197 million bushel. In the case of soybeans, the range of trade estimates for quarterly stocks spanned a 385 million bushel difference, 1.440 to 1.825 billion bushel. The average trade estimate of 1.543 billion bushels was a resounding reduction of 712 million bushels under last year's 2.225 billion bushel stocks. That's a lot. The domestic soybean crush is run at records for months. Demands never wavered. The primary reason that the crush will slow here going forward is that the supply of soybeans has been depleted. Soybean exports were extremely front-loaded, ending essentially when China bought all the soybeans we had to sell. Export commitments are at 99% of the USDA projection for the marketing year ending September already now in March. We will see where soybean stocks are positioned in the report. I do not think that commercials can leave any soybeans in farmers' bins. Their price may not be determined until July. What the trade is wishing to determine in this report is whether demand overshot supply, meaning that the soybeans are not there to satisfy all demand interests requiring price rationing. We have not seen anyone back away from corn or soybean markets because of price yet. China just committed to an additional large purchase of U.S. corn at prices near market highs because our corn prices are still cheap relative to their domestic prices. Ethanol margins recovered positive on higher gasoline prices yet are competitive with unleaded gas. Feed costs are not a problem to hog producers looking forward to $100 plus summer hog futures. The March hog report would tell them to breed more sows. Soymeal prices have been depressed as crushers crushed for soy oil. Bull markets are often supply-driven or demand-driven. This one is unusual because it appears to be both. There are no red warnings flashing that end-users are balking at current price levels. In previous USDA supply-demand reports, USDA extrapolated that their base acreage projection for 92 million acres of corn, 90 million acres of soybeans, has a very marginal impact on growing carryovers. It will take above trend line yields here and another bin buster in Brazil next year to begin to build stocks appreciably again. The current Brazilian second crop corn is under threat due to the very late planting. Nutrient Ag Solutions climate scientist Eric Snodgrass is expressing concern that the wet season in Brazil will end too soon to finish their corn crop. 
I remember what that was like here last season. We had too much rain in the spring, then it stopped in the summer, and the crops died prematurely. Snodgrass had a warning for us too, saying, The Nini has faded to neutral conditions, and the MJO has taken over as the more dominant global weather driver in the near term. The ocean temperature pattern in the Pacific is very concerning, as it reflects the negative phase of the Pacific meridional mode. The last time that the PMM looked like this was in 2012 and 2013. If the ocean temperature pattern looks like this in May and July, summer drought risk for the central United States, Midwest, and Corn Belt increases. I don't want to overstate market potential, but if drought conditions persist into summer, I have no idea how prices would go as we enter a rationing phase in this combo supply-demand bull market. Last word is, with the help of high tide, that they got the cargo ship that was blocking the Suez Canal freed. There are several days' worth of ships backed up waiting to use the canal. Vessels with livestock them are being given first priority to transit. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.